with League Cup Finals is is Fever. Mm-hmm. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. It's catchy. It's viral. Mm. It's I, don't know, I don't know if that's what anybody wanted, but sure. Is it airborne? I should have worn a mask. Raise your voice. I didn't want this. Mm. Oh, you're such an ultra. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Oh dear. Um, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that loves a good monster mash. On um, yeah. this week's episode, we talk playoffs, more playoffs, more playoffs, uh, player awards, national team squad announcements, cryptic posts, and more. Now in this week's panel. Through three matches, didn't quite get the full Duncan special, but at least there were goals. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. Uh, yeah, just like to announce uh, I will be back here next week. And uh, fuck Seattle. <laughs> uh, way to get to my intro. Excellent. Uh, still wearing his Bobby costume. The, the beard looks fabulous, Mark. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. Well, thank you. I mean, it's just a mop. Um, a really dirty... <laughs> ragged crusty because it has to form a, a shape mop and and uh, part of the uh, uh, costume i don't know if you guys were aware of this uh comes with a zero delight you cannot show any positive emotion you have to look like you're in either slight discomfort or simmering rage all the time that's what really makes the bobby costume and that came with mm-hmm. full instructions but, like I'm picturing you in the mirror practicing your simmering rage look, and I just like I. It's really hard when somebody tells you like good news, and you still have to look like trying to find the shit that's wrong with the good news. You just won a million dollars. Well, I guess it couldn't have been three then, huh? Like you can't really fucking do that. But channel, you're gonna believe in Bobby, and you gotta be Bobby. Something to consider. Mm. A delighted lifelong zombie Shivas fan. It's Tony Walsh. Whoa, day one. I know. We've we've seen <laughs> we've seen the we've seen the jacket. We've, we've, we yeah yeah we've I'm waiting for the tattoo. Mm. What'd you say? You've seen a what? He's Mark, what did ja- you say? You've seen. I said, we've seen the jacket. Jacket. Oh, I wish I had. I wish I had a satin like LAFC jacket, like like in. Like something like M- looks members like it's from only. Drive. Oh, members only be even better. I was thinking something with like 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 with a tiger on the back, like oh. black satin with a tiger. Also trying to figure out which monster I'd pick to make my mash. Mm. Like werewolf. Can't be trusted. Frankenstein mm-hmm. would have the power. Yep. There's the relentlessness, though, in, the, in the, you know, the, like, they all, it's hard to kill all of them, but, like, the mummy. Yeah, he's going to drop the bowl with that stupid walk. Eh, true, true. Good point, good point. Loch Ness. That's a monster. Mm. The whole lock? There's fit a lot of potatoes in there. <laughs> I prefer a monster munch to a monster mash. Thank mm. you, Duncan. I was waiting for one of you to chime in with that. Beef Although I, I still do remember, I still do remember the first time. I remember, I, I don't remember which one of it was that brought you that brought it back, because I had never had it before. 
That shit is delicious. What do you prefer, Doug? Roast beef or the uh, or the regular the pickled onion? Or uh, I feel like roast beef would have been uh, my what I would, would have gone with as a kid and everything. Pickled onion, definitely not. I would, would never even go near that one. But uh, yeah, roast beef solid. Did they ever do a prawn cocktail, Monster Munch? Not that I remember. Yeah, yeah. Sad, very sad. Mm. Anyway. Uh, anyways, similar to Duncan, but as for me, I'm with Cincy. Fuck Seattle. Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now this week's show. All right, first up, what's been going on? And uh, again, like last week, it's all about the playoffs. On Sunday, Soccer Sunday, there were, as I mentioned last week, you could just settle in and watch three playoff matches uh, back to back to back. A little Campiel sandwich. Uh, a little meat, campiel meat in between some MLS bread. So we had what, the. What would the campiel meat be if it were an actual meat? Oh. Um. I mean, let's let's take a, uh, a a thing from you know how they've given a nod to the Inuit communities mm. uh, with the uh, like the trophies and everything, and suggest like seal blubber. Hmm. I guess that's well, a meat. Free range I, whale. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a classic sandwich. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah I don't they really. They said the blood is for something else, but seal meat. Or what's the... Is like the, elk caribou? I, what was that terrible stuff that was the meat with, like, the mac and cheese in it? That's funny. That's what I was thinking, too. The loaf. The Campiel meat. Yeah. Macaroni cheese loaf or something? Yeah. But, it had a, but it had... Didn't it have just a really random name to it? But that stuff. Valor. That's the stuff I... Was it shit? Was the word you're looking for? Shit? Yes, it was that too, because it is yes. the worst luncheon meat. That yeah. stuff is Calvary, horrible. Calvary loaf. Calvary loaf. Instead of cottage loaf. <laughs> that um, sounds disgusting. That does, Wait, cavalry, but... cavalry, cavalry loaf? What is this stuff? Guess guess um, where it's from. Probably horse meat. <laughs> With a bit of macaroni and cheese thrown in. Yeah. That's what the show's come to. Kristen's typing away looking for meat names. Oh, I really want to know what it was called. Because I feel like it had... Oh, it's just, it just says it just says macaroni and cheese loaf or whatever. Yeah, like what Minority Diversion Edition. Jeez. <laughs> Not us. No. Okay, I don't know what I'm thinking of that. I feel like there was something that had like a really random name that was also terrible. But anyways, this stuff is just the absolute fucking worst. I was always very... It just anyways it's just wrong so yeah i think it makes a good campion <laughs> just because this Wait, league is saying, so mental is the worst well it's certainly not a top 10 league no matter what what's his name says so word no. worst is delicious not a verse league that's bundesliga 2 uh okay <laughs> all right back to the games so yeah. two mls conference finals um we had uh, the Union hosting Pizza Rats, the Zombie Chivas hosting Austin Ooh. Celtic. And um, it went pretty much as you might expect. Uh, Zombie Chivas all over uh, Austin Celtic, although it took a little bit for the goals to start flowing. But once they did, woohoo, good times. Um, it was. Fantastic assist by Fagundes on that. Watch uh, your mouth. Watch your mouth. Third goal, I think it was. Delightful. Yes. 
just a spinny put on that ball from that distance away. <laughs> Magical. I literally cannot see him or hear his name without thinking in my head, watch your mouth. Like it's I great just... that we've ruined it for ourselves. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, that's all. It just does helps. Yeah. <laughs> um yes. I enjoy it. And then uh, of course the 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 you know the there was you know the, there was a first half goal but and then nothing 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 and then Max Arudi he oh. of the <laughs> um former TFC legend oh 37 minutes um came on he'd barely he'd barely been on the pitch and uh and ushered helped help to help to gently usher a ball into the net and so not, yeah not even enough time for the closed captioning to get his name right no true <laughs> do yourself a favor everyone if you want to for a good quick laugh go check out the highlights of the second goal i believe it was the second goal um, yes where uh and, and run there with the captions and you will find something a little too alt-right in that captioning um it's auto-generated no. i don't think there was any real intention unless the auto generator is a bit of a you know yeah maybe you never know, know. we can't whistle <laughs> um but yeah this was again this, this match was pretty much um all lafc uh it uh, it was, it, but it was enjoyable, you know, and it was a great atmosphere, massive crowd. Um, and sorry for the players because I, I don't have malice towards the Austin players, but fuck their owner and the kind of their just general existence. Um, sorry, guys. But uh, yeah, yeah. And again, Marcus, I'm so sorry. I thought it was going to be 4-0. Um, I was so excited for you. But uh, a good 3-0 drubbing heading into the final. Um, not too shabby. I mean, I wanted more blood, but I'll take whatever blood they're going to give me. <laughs> so, you know, in that, in, that, in that regard. So, yeah, good, good result. Good guys win. Good guys win. That's right. Yeah, the bad guys lose. Like, are, we, are we really counting zombie chips as good guys? Yeah. Okay, the 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 better guys. The lesser of win. two weevils. The, yeah, the lesser the lesser bad guys win. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'll take that for sure. All right. I'm glad. Yeah, sorry, I I, I'm glad I'll I could. I'm glad bad. I could pivot the definition so that you would be pleased. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank in, you. No worries. In the big book of uh, MLS evils are. LAFC that bad? No. No, I'm far less annoyed by them than, say, I don't know, Carson's finest. Yeah, for sure. Fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I concur. And That's Seattle. the galaxy, for those of you who aren't sure. I'm just like, not you, not you guys, not you three. The downloaders. Ew. I know them. Yes, I know. There's there's some there's some quality people in there. Let me tell you. Um. So yeah. So we've got that sorted, and then Union hosting the Pizza Rats. A bit, bit more of a bit more of a lively match for the first little while, as it took the first half was a snore. Um, like, and I say like because I said like lively is referring to the second half because the first half was like. You all want to win this game, right? Anyone doing anything? Like it was 
not enjoyable. Um, Can you imagine how, how upset Don Garber was that close to LA New York final? Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. True. You already hear the mess in his pants building up. What was I calling it? Did I say the Lakers and the Knicks? Yeah. Um, Not a rivalry because the Knicks aren't good. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. Neither are the Lakers right now. Yeah, that's true. I know. It's delightful. This is more more Mets Angels, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Jets, Rams, 70s. I don't know. Nice. So, so second half – Still started off a little more interesting, you know, a couple, a couple subs, uh, and the pizza rats score first. Oh no. Yeah, Maxi Morales. Not really yeah, a surprise. It's all over. You know, they just yeah. defend and hit them on the counter and there's there. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's yeah. going to happen. And, and, you know, Sean Johnson's just gonna, he's just, he's, oh, he's so good. And, and then, and then it all started to go very, very, very wrong. Um, and two goals in two minutes uh, from the union. And then less than 10 minutes later, a third. And it was done. <laughs> Thoroughly demoralized pizza rats, union in full flight. Uh, once that first goal went in, it was, it was literally like, oh, okay, we have this sorted now. And it just, they could not... like there wasn't even a second one like philadelphia got a third wind and we're just like yeah this now belongs to us y'all can fuck off um it was it was quite the it was quite the turnaround um to see once again once the philadelphia got that first goal it was like done um and it and it was it was interesting to watch because there was there was a lot of desperation but like it was that was that was like 20 minutes was probably like the most interesting of the two conference finals. Like not that it wasn't fun watching LAFC beat up on Austin. It was, but um, you know, and that's a lively game, you know, you have whatever, lots of things happening, but those, uh, those two goals. And then the third goal just as the extra dagger um, was, it was, it was quite the, the streak of, of football in that point. So. Well, congrats you haven't had a chance to, to watch. Congrats to the union for qualifying for the MLS World Cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you guys see that graphic on the local uh, Philadelphia yes. news? Yes. It was great. <laughs> Did they actually call it the MLS World Cup? Yes. Yeah, was pretty funny. Union, union qualify for – or union going to MLS World Cup. It's World Cup, Cup. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Take that, Great Lakes World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, again, do watch the highlights uh, from that match, um, and continue to marvel at the absolute brilliance of Andre Blake. He's just ridiculously talented, um, and certainly did keep uh, Philadelphia in the match a couple times uh, before they found that next gear. Um, but he's just delightful to watch. So, yeah, congratulations, uh, Philadelphia! Their first, their first final. Yeah, that's nice. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's very feel good. It's a yeah, it's, it's very it's kind of like TFC esque. You know, there's, there's very uh, 
expansion type team with a lot of hype about them that's mainly more about crowd and atmosphere than a lot of struggle and then eventually you know, about to have 10 years in they finally get to a final or something so yeah, yeah. to be okay. beaten by a big team from the west coast <laughs> perhaps yes I don't know. This is this is this is this is going to be one of the. We'll we'll talk about it towards the end of the show, but this will be one of the first. You know, they they haven't had to face strong defensive teams so far during these playoffs. Really, not not like Philadelphia, I don't think. But again, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, so, congratulations, Zombie Shivas. Congratulations, Jim Curtin's union. Um, yeah. Good, it's been good playoffs. This is, you know what? MLS is stupid in so many ways, mm-hmm. and in some ways, including their playoffs, no matter what they end up changing it to, and hopefully they just don't. But the matches during the playoffs tend to live up to the hype. Like, well, if, you, if you like these, you'll love next year. <laughs> you'll love an extra when 17. When there's 10 times as more. <laughs> oh, God. I'm getting such playoff fatigue at that point. No one will fucking care. Anyway, um, but the other match on Sunday was, of course, the Campiel final uh, between uh, Yacht Letty and the Handies uh, in Ottawa. Massive crowd, over 15,000. It's fantastic atmosphere. Um, really, just really good to see. And almost regardless of the match itself. Was just before so we, good. Before just... we get into the, the match, oh, uh, sure. should, yeah. should we do a review of the uh, predictions from last week? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who wrote them down. Just... I, I like that you think that I write them down. Mm-hmm. Right, Tony, I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that you kept a record of them. You, you seem very, very eager to, to discuss this. No, no. I, I won't say anything more. doesn't matter. <laughs> no, by all means. No, no, it's fine. You're allowed, you're allowed to, to, to crow about your, your predictions. It's okay. No, that would be uncouth. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and and that that's never you ever. No, Tony is famous for his couth. Mm-hmm. He Legendary never serves it anymore, though. Like that's the problem. So, um, fantastic crowd. Really, really great. Great to see. Great to see. Um, nice massive turnout of Hamilton supporters. Um, you know that those the sections they had. Super active, super lively, lots of orange, but you saw lots of Ottawa. Like it was just, it was, it was lovely to see uh, on TV and and feel that vibe coming through um, throughout the entire match. Because so you lots of Allen as well. I feel like every time. Oh my god! So much Allen. Let's, let's show the Hamilton fans. Oh, it's Allen. There we go. Yeah, every time. I know. I, I think oh, he's got a contract too. with the league, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think so. Like, it's like, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's like, it's like every now and again, I would spot Jamie first just because of, because uh, of his hair. Um, cause he's got such bright blonde hair. Right. Uh, and then it's like, Oh, there's Alan. Oh, Oh, there's, Oh, oh there's, hi. Alan. Yeah. There's, Oh, there's Alan. Did everyone see Alan? Yeah. I feel like every game I watch where Alan went to and I didn't, um, it's going, Hey, it's Alan. And then by the end of the game, it's like Alan. Because it's so many times. It's oh, I know. so yeah. many times. Oh, yeah. It loses its luster pretty it's quickly. Just like, but... It's like, fuck, Alan. He's like, he's like the Portsmouth guy with the bell. Yeah, he is the Portsmouth guy. <laughs> he's, our, he's our Portsmouth guy. Yes. Oh, oh that's fantastic. Um, now, allegedly, we won't we won't see that anymore since since Alan is, uh, has, has 
retired from. Uh... Well, I presume he's still going to go to games. Oh, oh yeah, sure, no, but that's, he, that's might, he, might, he might chill out more towards the back now. No, I'm just kidding. Of course not. He'll be there all the time. Um, but anyway, fantastic crowd, lovely weather. Like it was, it, it did, everything did kind of align pretty nicely for um, a really good afternoon. Um, for the final and uh tony would you like to tell us the results no 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 please why are you i don't understand why you're being like this you can be happy about the fact that you chose correctly oh i am happy <laughs> anyway uh hamilton won and they won in a fairly straightforward, in a fairly straightforward man, man uh, fashion, mm-hmm. um, goals on uh, in either half. I will say the, the 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 first goal that was that was a nice goal. That was real nice. That was real Good nice. Cor- was it? A, wasn't quite a corner, but like take him no, on the side. Off free kick, you know, like and you know, Hajar Bapur got he he got the assignment. And it was and and uh, Bohr just put it right, right exactly where it needed to be for Hajabur to jump up and do exactly the thing. Like it, it looked very much, you know, off the off the training ground type stuff. Oh, for sure. Like so they've like just, they've 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 done that one. Yeah, in practice multiple times. Um, scrappy match as expected. Um, and uh. Little shout out to, to to Ashton Morgan for for you know some good swaths of that game. You know he was looking a little like the 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 Ash of old and TFC gear. You know putting putting in the crosses and stuff like that. He had a good match. He, he actually as met, I don't and it was very strange. So I don't know if if he's talked about no longer playing or people are just assuming. But there was a lot of like oh if this is Ashton Morgan's last match. This is a great match to go out on. I'm like why is this his last match? I might, I'm probably wrong, mm-hmm. but is he the first player to win MLS Cup and yeah. CPL? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I didn't see anybody say that that was incorrect on the weekend because um, a number of people were talking about it, but I'm pretty sure Neat. that I saw confirmation of that. And that's, that's yeah, that's a, that's a cool thing to have, right? So, yeah, that's a neat little bit of trivia. Sure. And Voyager's Cup, he's, he's got the triple. Yeah, triple. he's got all of them. That's one conk cap, though. Mm. No, or the bubble in Winnipeg. True, true. Well, he wasn't in Camp Yale then, so that's not really. You should have been trying harder. Then. He should have been, yes. Um, and then uh, the the we, second. No, half he goal... obviously won the Trillium Cup as well. Did, you know, when he was oh, down. Yes. At, uh, when he was down in Salt Lake, did he ever win the? Fire and Brimstone or whatever. Rocky Mountain. Oh. What did they call oh, it? Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah the Rocky yeah. Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. We he barely played for them, so although that, last season he was there, he actually got some time. Trophy led. Yes, exactly. Trophy. Yes. Which one's the which one's the fire and brimstone? That's Chicago That's, and um, Dallas. Chicago and Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, versus Burn. Blech. The Brimstone Cup. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then the second half goal by Chouinier. That's delightful. That was, it really was like so nice. You can't you can't hate that goal. 
like even I like if obviously if you're an Ottawa supporter, you're not happy about the goal. That was a really nice goal. Twenty out of the greater. I mean, yes, clearly. Like he's 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 such a what I call what was it what I call big time Charlie? What this I came up with some you stupid thing. Call like, big time Charlie. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you call big time Charlie. Well, yeah, big yeah. game Charlie or something. I don't know whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever the hell it was, that's what I said. And I was right because he showed he up. up to it. Yep, not a thing, but I I wasn't wrong. He he had a he had a hell of a game. Schwenier always really does show up for the big games. Not to say like he he he's quite often an excellent player, but making making a definitive impact on the scoreline when you need him the most is he's man. Like I know they gave him like the. Uh, Game the player of the match, but they don't have playoff MVP, which I think he would be up for that as well. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, f- fantastic, fantastic result! It was amazing. Yeah, uh, you know, like I, I gotta say, like I was, I, I admit the match surprised me. Not, not, not so much the Hamilton won, but more in the manner in which they won. Didn't surprise um, me. <laughs> Tony, do you want to like just jump in here at any time? I just did. Oh my god. Um, but like Ottawa for the most part looked kind of anemic in this match. You know? Yeah. There there was only really a handful of moments. And and, and probably the one where they looked the most threatening was when they were down 2-0 in the 82nd minutes. Like two fucking late guys. And even then, they barely like they didn't get much going on. Like as far as uh, opportunities anywhere within the box, like that, that you know, a couple errant shots. There was the the side the side netting shot, which got a huge roar. I yep. Love that. I always yeah. love that. Yep. Um, but uh, no, they they were they were pretty anemic is the right word. I mean. It, it was kind of back and forth during the first half for a lot of part of it, but like nothing meaningful in, in Hamilton's end, but a no, lot but, of, a lot of stuff happening in Ottawa's. Yeah. Final but I third. felt like Ottawa was playing. I, I thought they were, I felt like they were, they were playing very defensively when they didn't need to be. I was like, the point is to, is to be offensive right now. I, I don't quite get, what it is you're doing you're like it's like instead of neutralizing the opposition you're neutralizing yourselves it was just it was very it was very strange play through large sections of it i don't know you know what they are mark go on bunch of small time carloses mm-hmm. <laughs> very small time Carloses. very much so and you'd think i mean you've obviously got the atletico madrid thing going on there you would think they would have learned and that it comes to a big final you know don't just play for penalties because mm, it's going to go wrong on penalties, guys. Try and win it beforehand. Yeah. Yep. yep. No, they uh, you know, decided to go the full, uh, well, let's just keep it tight and probably hope for something on a counterattack or whatever, right? You know? Yeah, was, they were uh, unimpressive. I was particularly surprised to see um, how little Tabla had an impact on any part of the match. Yeah. Forgot and, that he was playing. And also, um, uh, what's his name? The 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 uh, the, the fellow Copperhead. Um, Ollie Bassett. Yeah. Thank you, Ollie Bassett. Terrible match from him. 
like all sorts of terrible. Like I, he, I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely would have uh, uh, been a standing ovation when he came off the pitch because he was so shit. It was like like Lee MVP, and oh my god, uh, everybody who cast the vote. Or either like, oh, I know he's having a bad game, or man, we made a fucking mistake. So, um, you know, I I know he's better than that. I know he's way better than that. But like, there's almost no contribution to the to the match whatsoever. Never yeah. never mind the goal line because obviously he didn't score anything. But anytime he had a he had an opportunity, either the ball sailed nowhere near the net, or he just get mugged all over the park and. Uh, uh, I, I took I took I took a bit of joy in watching him struggle, not because I'm necessarily like full of Schadenfreude or because I have a deep seated hatred of all things Ottawa, but like it's because I'm a Forge supporter, so I kind of want to see their best player be bad. But he was really bad. You know, it's going to be crazy when he uh, when, when he signs for us. I know, and knowing that hair, those kits, holy crap! Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has he failed his audition for uh, for Hamilton now with that that game? Oh eh? <laughs> yeah, we, no, we don't want you. No, <laughs> did they go with him anyway? But then yeah, the hair and the kit. I mean, just about every aside from the from it'll the look like he's, It'll look like he's wearing a hoodie. True, <laughs> it's true. Uh, every or everyone who. Everyone who got an award, you can pretty much assume, aside from keeper, they're on the shopping list. So. <laughs> so yeah yeah good uh good result four finals yeah. three trophies you know mm. it's uh even Hamilton more annoying than we were last year yeah hamilton is clearly the dc united of yes. uh cpl so yeah, have... how long before they kind of collapse into mediocrity and then just Fully the, aware that this is an outcome. We're gonna have I think, like I think, four or five Mark, stars. I think you've got like I think you've got one more year, one more have... year, kind of at the top, and then then the Rolf years start. Well, yeah, <laughs> because a lot of these guys are are really going to age out, and Bobby's like chosen core from um, from Sigma and everything, like. Stuff is going to just. I'm sure there's still people coming through that. Uh, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just a matter of time because honestly, like I feel like we've. Hamilton eventually, you're not going to be allowed to sign everyone. Marcus. We can. I, I, <laughs> like I feel like we've like we've already seen a number of kids who weren't on anybody's radar mm. year one and two who are now on the bench and now starting like. Like they're, they're the the factory is in full swing. It's whether or not they're going to be good enough and or have the necessary parts to fill in the gaps to continue uh, the dominance. I we're going to be that team that has four or five stars over the badge, and it never grows. DC. Mm. So, um, and then at some point in time, we're going to have to give up Bill Hamid. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, you might get Bill Hamid before Toronto does. It's, so you it's never know. Possible. Mark. It's entirely possible. <laughs> But, uh, so is, are you done with this whole thing when you were mentioning earlier in the uh, episode about Bobby being all grumpy and everything? He's he's clearly the Bruce Arena 
of uh oh he's got ah. way more charisma and he's far less punchable than bruce arena i don't i don't <laughs> think anyone's giving him a national team assignment anytime soon uh but i the pair the i see the parallels i see i feel like the uh the dc united forge thing is way more accurate than that but i i see i see where you're going with it man i see it mm-hmm He's yeah. He's he's going to. Uh, I think you know, Herdman will leave. Then they'll get in some kind of fancy foreigner, and then they'll decide. Yeah, you know, we we need a Canadian guy. You know, so ten years or so from now, that, that could totally be uh, be Bobby. He can go off to the management team. Then he'll come back and manage. You know, some other team uh, somewhere. Who knows which one? Yeah, it's True. it's all very possible. The next step, of course, after all of that, is that they name the Coach of the Year award after Bobby, in which so, he never wins it. I'm call- I've called it. I've called it. I'm still calling it. It's that I, I want. I want that because it's 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 tragic, it's ironic, and it's appropriate all at the same time. Like so. it made sense. It made sense for for for. The outlet coach to, to win it, considering what I'm he still, did. And I know, I know. There's like the there's only, always a real. There's always except for maybe maybe year one. The, that's what I was gonna say. The only one that yeah. I would say that he probably Kinda deserved was the yeah. first one. But I mean, Calgary finished first in both halves of the season. Yep. So like, even then, that's that's kind of like, that's not that's an apples oranges thing. Like, he's he's literally been. The, if you like, if you're taking obviously the body of work of the whole career, like at some point in time they got to give it to him. Yeah. But for each standing year, there's always no, been a very cromulent reason. He's the second best manager, and it's hilarious because it's been a different one for four years. I know <laughs> a different one, not a not a single repeat in a lot. It's like which is fine. He's always second. He's the Susan Lucci of the Campiello Coach of the Year. Always I, nominated, never wins. The, Trust the me. Little, the little viewing party I was I was at, um, I did mention that, and that got a bit of a chuckle to those who remembered who Susan Lucci was. So yeah, cool. yeah, that's but that's that's kind of it, you know. Yep. It's kind of it. It's pretty fucking funny. All right, well, let's move on to what we are talking about. No, dear God, there's a lot of things on this. Um, we know we're not even going to get into it. Messy to Miami, more rumors, more articles being written. Apparently, it's getting closer every second. Hilarious and wrong. And please do not let this happen. I, I mean it. Just don't. Just don't. I, mean, I can't. I, from whose I, point of view, don't let it happen? I just, I, I don't know. I mean, no, it, it seems like wrong, but like. It seems so wrong. Yeah, but from whose point of view are you saying don't let it happen? Like, I don't care in terms of them as a competitor, although I don't like the club. So there's that too. It's just a little bit, although he's played for clubs that I, I don't like. It's just like, eh. But. Um, yes, versus Paris Saint-Germain, they're, they're Inter-Miami Inter- is a bit lesser of an evil in the world of football. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I, Ronaldo is more at the move to MLS stage. Uh, Messi's still doing things at a good team. Ronaldo's maybe the, maybe both of them together. This is it. This is the maybe this is the Hulk Hogan Macho Man moment. Yes, the mega powers. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Those of you that are continue to be excited and want 
that horrible person to come play for Toronto. Stop it. Just stop it. How does he come to Toronto? Money. Ugh, come on. That's a good reason. No. He doesn't, he's, a, he doesn't as need though it. he's not guided by money. I'm not talking about Messi. You know that. No, but he doesn't need it. But no, I know what you're talking but about. None of but, them need it, Tony. They just yeah, but if want he's, it. If he's, no, I know. But if he and that ego are coming to North America, they're going to not Toronto. They're going I to. Hope not. That, York, you know what? That New would York, actually LA, possibly Miami. That would that that I I would maybe walk away if he came to Toronto. You, I don't think you're going to be faced with that choice. I, I hope not. But that is a choice that that's yeah yeah that would that would maybe do it for me. Um, yeah. yeah yeah so hopefully not hopefully not because uh, yeah anyway um, but Messi to Miami dear gods um, but let's move on to national team squad announcements so both the uh, uh, WNT the XNT and the men's national team made squad announcements this week um the women have two friendlies against uh brazil um one uh, both of them actually uh mid to late of next week so we'll talk about them on next week's show uh but definitely worth talking about the the squad selection um and then as we mentioned last week john herdman made his squad selection for the men's friendly against bahrain this is not the world cup squad selection um so anyone who thought that it was just have it just sit down, take a t- couple deep breaths. It'll be okay. It's fine. This is a good squad to play against. Raheem Correct. Edwards is better than Alfonso Davies anyway. So this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that guy. Green will pass. Anyway, so, uh, so Bev Priestman, um, you know, a somewhat a familiar squad, but, you know, had to make you know, she brought in some really young players that haven't ha- had a chance yet. And then there are certainly some absences, um, mostly due to injuries. But the one I just want to bring up before we sort of look at the squad more in depth is that uh, Janine Becky is not in this squad. And um, everyone was like, oh, what's going on? Why isn't Becky here? Ah. Uh, this is a decision well, by well, Kermit the, play- the Kermit the Frog was that upset? Yes, very much. Um, but this is a decision made by the player with the support of the coach and certainly with the support of her teammates. Um, this is a planned break for her. Uh, she's played, you know, 15 months straight pretty much. Um, and just, you know, needs a need to tame. And you know what? I fully support athletes doing this um, because you have to, you have to look after yourself and no breaks of any meaningful type for, you know, that length of time is, is hard on the body. It's hard on your mind. It's just, you know, it's going to wear on you and you're going to hurt yourself in one way or another. So, um, and again, well, sure. It's nice to have, you know, to play against a meaningful opponent or whatever in a world cup year, but Becky always shows up for the national team. She's obviously going to the world cup next year. Like it's not even a question. It's not like Bev needs to evaluate where she's going to play, you know, like they figured all this stuff out. So for her to take some time um, to decompress a little bit, to actually get some rest, uh, I applaud. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's it's not a bad decision in and of itself. As I say, you've got to, uh, yeah. Take care of it and of herself, and yeah, it's it's not just about oh, 
got to do every single thing every single time. So, yeah, good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so she, a couple of the, the, the really young players um, from the U-17s that, you know, these were some players that stood out during the U-17 Women's World Cup. Um, so Ella Audi, uh, Amanda Allen, and uh, Annabelle Chukwu, uh, all two forwards and a, and a fullback. So that's a nice balance because obviously still looking for consistent scoring from Canada and with several defenders also, you know, you know, Jenny Becky's not going to be there. There's other defenders that are out, out injured. Nice to evaluate someone new. And I really liked, I don't try to, you know, like whatever social media posts and stuff touting accomplishments and things. But one of the things that, I did see after the squad was announced um, and, and we're fans of Bev Priestman on the, on this podcast. Um, she's done a lot with this squad over two years um, has been her willingness to call up players, call up youth players, call up players that have, you know, fallen out of favor with the program. Um, so she's calling 50 different players over a two year period. And that's a lot. Um over over multiple tournaments, you know, friendlies, um, and I think it I think it really speaks to her willingness to bring you know bring different players in, not just stick with you know the same old. Um, acknowledge that you know players are gonna you're gonna have to stop playing some of these players at some point, <laughs> um, but uh, just I think I think it's good that she's constantly evaluating um, the talent available uh, to the squad. And I think that really speaks uh, really highly of how she views the the game. And, 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 you know, we always need squad depth and the more opportunities you can give these players to, you know, integrate in with the existing sort of core group and start learning and start being mentored and stuff, the better. So I, I really like seeing things like this, um, regardless of who else is maybe missing out on an opportunity or who's out injured. I think this is fantastic. Um, I think probably the most unfortunate, because she's not quite back um, from injury, is uh, Gilles. Um, almost everybody else that's out injured is out with a slightly more longer-term uh, injury right now. But they are missing. So Janine Becky, Vanessa Gilles, uh, Deanne Rose, who's out for like a year. Uh, uh, Alicia Chapman, um, Simia Wujo, Zoe Burns, and Jade Riviere. Uh, so they're all out. Um, a couple of the, the, the university kids um, are out because of school. And again, that is a great reason. Um, everybody else is basically still injured. Um, these should be interesting games, though. Like We'll talk about them more next week, but Brazil's no, you know, they're no pushover. And when you see the record they have, again, it's over the course of like, was it 25 years? But it's a really even record. Like, no, neither, neither side has been, has, has dominated one or the other. So they're generally competitive matches. And so there's, there's two games coming up. Um, and the last time they played um, was at the Olympics last year. Uh, penalty shootout quarterfinal match um so you know exciting kind of kind of exciting rematch you know be good 
hopefully. Let's hope so. Is Marta still in the team? Is she done yet? She retired, right? I don't know. Did she? Did, yeah, no, no, she did. She did. She did, but, but only recently. Like, I feel like it was just this year kind of thing that, that she retired. Um, after, maybe at the end of last year's NWSL season, so maybe it was last year. Because she was, who was she playing for in the NWSL? Was she playing for the Thorns too? Everybody played for the Thorns. Marta? Um, yeah. Orlando? Oh, was it Orlando? Oh, you're right. It was Orlando. That's right. Thank I'm you. About, I'm about to look up my cards and then I realize I don't think I have Marta in my collection. So this is a dumb activity. So <laughs> let's see if she shows up somewhere else. Hold, please. Don't hold. Just keep going. Yeah, do, you, do you have the 2021 set of cards, Matt? No, um, she's still I... she's she's still playing. Apparently, she's listed as a part. You know, currently still with the national squad. Okay. Yeah. And still oh, playing oh. for Orlando. Orlando Pride just confirmed. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, pays to have your cards handy. <laughs> All yeah. right, well, give us give us some stats, Mark. He said that nobody. Oh no, I'm missing the Marta playing card. Also, the women's cards don't have stat don't have a lot of stats on them. It's mostly like like a little bio, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, for let's see, picking a random player, preferably Canadian. Um, yeah, just anyone will do. Come on, just jump out at me, Binder. Just pick one. Ah. Uh, Oh, that's why she didn't really play this season. She she uh, she tore her ACL in March. Uh, okay. So probably not going to play in these games. <laughs> for for example, Aaron McLeod. This is what her what the twenty twenty one card says. Let's hear it. Aaron's story career started when she was signed by Washington of WPS after graduating from Penn State in twenty thirteen. Uh, she was allocated to Red Stars for NWSL's inaugural season since 2002. She has earned 118 international caps and kept 49 clean sheets. Nothing in there about how many games she played. That's so weird. But there's a QR code there where you can scan for statistics. I, I guess, do love but... The, I, love, I love how these cards look, but okay. I, want, I want actual numbers on the back of cards. I'm a sucker for that shit. Yeah, agreed. Weird, weird. I can't help but think, uh, like for the NWSL, maybe it was like, you know, just ten or fifteen years ago or something. Like the the numbers on the back of the big card would have been, you know, so like thirty four, twenty eight, thirty two, what have you. So it's a step up that we've moved beyond that. Wow. <laughs> am I am I wrong? No, you're probably not wrong. Unfortunately. True. I mean, that's but, definitely uh, something. Uh, yeah, I, that, that's, that's a valuable clarification, Mark. Uh, no, yeah. Sepp Blatter would I have been was, all for this. I was definitely wrong, but I probably was true. But it was wrong. It was wrong, but it was true, but it was wrong. <laughs> so wrong. So, yeah, it's least we moved beyond that. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, still. Good squad. I'm excited to see some of the, hopefully some of the younger players uh, get opportunities um, during the, during both friendlies. It's a good, again, it's always a good chance to sort of 
rotate people in. Um, and I like, again, that some of the players that she's only recently called in over the last, not even year, last six months or so, six, eight months, she continues to bring back, um, which is great. So, and obviously uh, Christine Sinclair uh, back after triumphing in NWSL and resigning and so on and so forth. Um, oh, also congratulations to Jesse Fleming on uh, contract extension or new contract with uh, Chelsea. She's there for like another three years. Fantastic. Uh, well done. Yeah. Team, but well Good done. Her, but, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Dunk. Full, mm. full support. Happy right. for her contract. It's good for her. Yes. Sure. Indeed. That's selfish. Same for, you know, Zadorsky and... Is She's it a hero. Becky that's at Man United now? Either way. Yeah. No, no, Be- Becky... No, Becky's in the WSL now. Is it Leon? Was it uh, Leon? Who's with yeah. Man United? It might be, yeah, it's Adriana, yeah. Zadorsky yeah, yeah. yeah. Spurs. Legend Adriana G- uh, Leon? Yeah, there we yes. go, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking Zadorsky at Spurs. He's a hero. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, that's Captain Zadorsky at Spurs? Sure, Damn. yeah. Yeah. Do you just just hate that they play in England? I, I'm I'm not sure. What no, I don't see was what. How how many Canadians does uh, Darlington's women's team have? Huh huh huh? <laughs> Answer me, Duncan. <laughs> God damn it! That's a good point. I'm gonna guess zero. So oh yeah. zero. How many women? How many women in general play on the women's team for? <laughs> <laughs> they, they they do definitely have a women. They do definitely have a women's team. I know that much. Oh, I don't okay. know what league they play in, but they definitely have one. But I doubt there are any Canadian internationals on there. I hope not. Oh, why? Why, why do you hope? I I'm, I feel like I'm channeling Kristen in this, and I shouldn't. <laughs> why not, Duncan? Why don't you hope that more Canadians get jobs overseas? Huh? I'm, I'm happy to have Canadians over there. I'm just saying, a Canadian national team would hopefully be a, at a higher level, but with less obnoxious clubs. If you can take, find that balance. Come on, Spurs women play at Brisbane Road. Sure. Oh dear gods. Anyway, let's 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 move on from this, shall we? I feel dirty. I'm sorry, Duncan. I'm sorry. I didn't mean Yeah, no, no. I, uh, it's, yeah. All right. You, well, let's you big club Charlies do what you've got to do to defend <laughs> your uh, defend your, your questionable tastes. I like my questionable taste. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so the men's squad. Um, obviously, the World Cup is is uh, you know almost upon us, but they do have a couple friendlies uh, ahead of the World Cup itself. First one, as we mentioned last week, is upcoming match against uh, Bahrain. And really miserable place to go for a drink. Bahrain. Thank stretch um <laughs> anyway so the it's squad Halloween. was it's Halloween week you could have said brain <laughs> <laughs> okay. the squad mm-hmm. was released uh today and it's uh it's full talk, on it's before we get into that we're talking of Halloween oh. and brains and what have you I've got to take very disappointed I don't really feel like I've seen anyone out there actually in real life or even on social media, there was no, you know, where were the, the zombie Queen Elizabeths? <laughs> brains. 
Like, yeah, I, I saw like, I saw I saw like an adorable on, Queen people. Elizabeth with like I guess her family must have corgis, so like it was an adorable one. But yeah, I didn't see anything yeah. that was that was not Zombies adorable. Or just rotting. <laughs> some some kind of acknowledgement that she's just died. Come on. Come on, people. This is what Halloween's all about. Anyhow. Anyway, to the squad. <laughs> um, and this is this is an MLS squad. Um it's uh it's it's all with the exception, well, and he's a former MLS player, uh, which is Liam Fraser, and I'm excited to see Liam Fraser. Um it's all MLS players. Um Waterman, I put I put I put Campiel because because of Waterman, you know. But um anyway. The, you know they're all they're all just coming out out of their season so they're all still in some sort of shape other players need a break a little bit of rest they don't need to be playing in every single match right before they most of them are still you know playing quite well with their clubs uh Stacchio is on a tear right now Tejon Buchanan's been playing really well Fonson Davies been playing really well um Jonathan D- you know, like like you just everyone's been doing well and a number of these players are going to the world cup so you have some balance here um but uh lucas mcnaughton congratulations that's exciting excited for him um okay yep yeah, there we go for him sure yeah is this exciting for canada that uh yeah. <laughs> How did TFC's defense look this year generally? Amazing. It was Especially inside the second half of the year. He was really playing. We're going to put Lucas McNaughton and Daniil Henry as a pairing. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Gonna Um, win the league. We're gonna win the league. (laughs) Now you're gonna believe. I sort of do I sort of do enjoy the shit posting about how many TFC players are on this squad and how few one uh, Vancouver Whitecaps players there are. That's been kind of fun. Yeah, it's just like Stompy Mc, uh, McCavallini there. That's yes, a, yes, exactly. Stomp, yeah. Stompy McCavallini. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Scottish International, Stompy McCavallini? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Although that, that Ryan Gold rumor that, that's been swirling, it's hilarious. Is, is he going to play for Canada? What? Someone's talking about he's, he's considering making his one-time switch. His, I, I presume he already played for Scotland or what have you, but he never I, actually got that far. I guess, or maybe not at the senior level. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I saw a little, I didn't really go into it too much. I just saw some rumblings about it on Twitter and I just laughed. I was like, yeah, we don't know. It's okay. You go play for Scotland. Um, so anyway, but uh, yeah, MLS... It's an MLS squad. Um, the, other than seeing, you know, I'm happy for Lucas Minotin just because I like to see people get called up. Always happy to see Jaden. I hope Iowa Canola gets some minutes. Um, he's had such an uneven year, um, year, year or two almost, really. Okay. An even year or two, sure. Is it, an even suggests good and bad. What was the good in the last year for Iowa Canola? I added on the two. Yeah, fair enough. Then, then yeah, no, no crabs with the and all two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be nice if he got going again. Because, like, the potential is there, right? Like, it just, I feel like, you know, he just needs, he needs like a good run. 
sort of thing. He needs a good, good run of form, hopefully something that can be consistent after that. But yeah, it's been, it's been tough. Um, and regardless of what he does at the World Cup, I am always happy to see Daniil Henry called. And I want good things for Daniil Henry. So, Oh, did he get a job at the World Cup? <laughs> oh, congrats. Someone's um, got to sell popcorn. Uh, probably the biggest uh, thing, though, here is uh, Jonathan Osorio, because, you know, he's been he's been out injured for months. Um, and apparently they've been like monitoring all of his practices and, you know, they've always had a rep from the national team sort of like at TFC's training ground um, where they're still training every day right now it's very strange i don't quite understand it but um tfc yeah i don't know in case all the mls teams come down with a bug before next uh, sunday i i I, i'm I'm not sure i haven't really delved too deeply into like what why they're still like i don't know if this is just an ongoing player evaluation situation i don't know but they're they're i because i followed I follow TFC on like Instagram and all that stuff. I, pay, I look at the posts and they had one on Halloween. Oh, what scary movie are you going to watch? This kind of thing. Like they're all still there. Hang Was on. it the season highlight package? <laughs> um, they, they asked Insigne and he was, he, was, he was like trying to like, I don't know, Mimo, Mimo come over like, like, like he wanted help. And he's like, I watch him. And I was like, what? People are weird. Um, Michael Bradley, of course, doesn't like scary movies. So he doesn't watch scary movies, but anyway. Um, but yeah, there, there seems to be like some positive, like it seems a positive situation around Jonathan Osorio's health right now and his, and his fitness. So that um, is very good news for the player and obviously good news for the squad um, heading into the world cup. So exciting. Yeah, that that's good. Hopefully, he can, you know, get some minutes and be in some kind of playing shape by the time the serious games happen. That would be uh, definitely useful. Yes. Um. So the um, I don't, and I haven't seen enough about how matches are being shown or if they're going to be shown. But both the men and the women play on November eleventh in their various friendlies. So. Perhaps uh, one soccer will manage to maybe there'll be some sort of broadcast. Who knows? But we'll talk about it more next week because the matches are next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about the Campiel Awards really briefly. Before that, we, speaking of TFC, sorry, go ahead. No, I, sorry, I was just saying we did like Canadian and men's team and everything. The whole sort of Scott Kennedy news is, is that part of this at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I added it to the, oh, to yeah. the last part, but we can talk about no, it now. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. That's okay. See, it is, it is there later. It's all good. Well, move on, move on. Let's, let's keep this going. Um, anyway, just speaking of TFC's training camp, um, Marco Bustos is on trial or training or hanging out up at the BTG. Um, for their last week of training camp. Oh, this is the final week, apparently. Um, so, interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, if, if he wasn't going to forge, this is the next best thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know 
and I and, and I for the Aquaman, and I'm quite fond of him as a player uh, playing MLS, but but with Toronto, like, I mean, look, I realize that you know all of the all of the best players eventually are, will get will be part of that you know poaching fest that that will invariably be from any club slightly higher than this. Yeah. Um, it's just I don't know. I find I find it funny that um, it. I th- I thought that MLS would be in here a lot quicker, mm. and and maybe it's I don't know. Maybe they're playing the contract game. Maybe they're playing the uh, we're not we're not we're not going to buy we're not going to buy anybody out because we know contracts are only on a like a one or two year cycle. So if we just are patient, we can just get them get them without the uh, without the hassle. Uh, but uh, um, I don't know. I I don't know. Bustos is a good, necessarily the right fit because it's still, he still doesn't fit that mold of what they're missing, which is like journeyman, non-star type MLS players. Because he's, he's, he's not, he's, we have plenty of the international influence. We have plenty of the up and coming youth, but we need like that, that like I guess technically he's an MLS vet from years back, but not really, you know, like he, he had a cup of coffee with the white caps. So mm. still it's not to me, that's not what, what they need, but no, I know not, I ain't not, you know, I ain't the gaffer that that's like, for Toronto sure. needs attacking players, but I don't think they need his style of attacking player. I, I, are they planning to convert him to being a fullback? I, <laughs> <laughs> Good question, Duncan. That's, that's, that's far more likely, isn't it? You've had, you've had an outstanding season playing as a stacking midfielder. How would you like to defend? Hmm? Yeah. You can make this more money. Hmm. Look how look how this advanced Jacob Schackelberg's career. Genuinely, look how he did. He's doing quite well in Nashville now, and uh, got himself a call up to the team and everything. And yeah, yeah, that's true. That, this is it's how we developed. Anyway, I just thought it was sort of funny and a bit a bit odd all at the same time. Like, I don't know. Um. All right, the final Campiel Awards. It's all. It's all. It's all done and dusted. Um. Let's just have a quick little boo here. Um, so coach of the year, we know, obviously, Carlos Gonzalez. Um, Ollie Bassett won all of the player choice awards. He's player of the year. He was player's player of the year. So at least he, he gets... Player's, player's player of the year. That's the question. I, you know, I feel like that <laughs> is really important, and they don't have that listed, and I'm a little I'm a little upset about that. Mm. Um Sean Ray again. I just still who? like it. He he won. I know, but who the assists? Wants, I guess I'm, I'm telling you the. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, I got a message from somebody that listens to us that appreciated that. They they messaged me specifically <laughs> to let me know, know that they know? they enjoyed that little callback there. They're like they're like that was good. I'm like all right, cool. Um, hi Mel. Um, but uh, yeah, so. I think I think maybe it was all the all the assists. I, I do. I think it gave him 
or more of an even performance as a young, I don't know, I don't know, league leader in chances created as well. So even though his team wasn't very good, he was so involved in all the other things. Um, yeah. So Sean Ray, congratulations. Let's call him Sugar Ray from now on. Oh, mm-hmm. there we go. Um, and then like we knew actually John Johnson was going to win defender of the year. So that's, that's Carduch. The dude. Oh, I, I, oh he, hey. he won the, he won keeper. I sure. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I didn't. I mean, I. I thought it's it not. Was, it's not that he's not very good. He is. I just anyway. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think it. It was between him and Ingham. But yeah. I I don't know. I just thought Ingham might have been. I don't. know, Whatever. Look, that. I felt that was a bit of a coin toss, sure. But uh, maybe, maybe, maybe there was a maybe there was an effort to like we need to spread out the awards because that would have been mm. you know, four to six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Reasonable, which is, reasonable, which is a shit reason. Like you know, if Ottawa's the best, let them win them all. Honestly, yep. I don't have a like. I don't know how. What's, it's not crafted, but like deliberately organized. A lot of the, a lot of the uh, uh, communications that the league does, and and a lot of it's you know behind curtains and 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 back alleys, and like we don't know what exactly. Like there's no transparency even in this stuff. So, like why, I don't I don't see the big deal. Like. I don't know if I don't know if Sean Ray winning best under twenty one player means that Winnipeg's going to sell, you know, four hundred more seasons tickets. Like I, I don't think sell Sean Ray. It's true. Yeah, but like, what? Like what? Why not? Like just if one team's got out like the best coach and the best player and the best, do it up. Just give them all. Give them the, give it to them all except for Ancelotti Johnson. That was right. Oh, hundred percent. Like I, I would have, ex- I would have, I would have expected riots had he not won. Riots, yeah, Riot. absolutely. No hyperbole at all. None whatsoever. No, yep, I don't. Yep. Can P- Can PL fans are maniacal. Uh-huh. Like, we got We got We got to get some sort of like attention on this league. Come on, man. I'm just trying to help. No. Um. Anyway. So congratulations to, 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 to all the winners. Well done, all of you. But yeah, Carducci. Hmm. Oh, forget about it. Forget about it. All right, uh, let's, let's, let's turn our attention to what's coming up. And we've got a couple of things on here. Uh, obviously, the MLS Cup final this weekend between uh, Zombie Shivas and the Union. And then we're going we're gonna to talk a little World Cup because... It's less than three weeks away. It, I didn't, like I knew when it started, but I hadn't really like done like the, the, the dates in my head in terms of it's very, very soon now. What has felt so very far away for some time is now very immediate. Time's so a flat exciting. circle, Kristen. Uh, true. All right. Uh, so MLS Cup final, Zombie Shivas hosting the Union. Um, 
Jim Curtin played in the last, sorry, this is, this is, this is, this is the first fine, one of the, this is, this is, anyway, this is the first final played between two number one seeds since Jim Curtin was a player because he played in that match back in, I don't know, 2009. That sounds plausible. Um, so that's kind of a cool Thanks. thing um, in that for him anyway, like that, like that's, that's, that's an interesting progression. And Jim Curtin, I, I find it impossible to not like him. Um, I like him as a coach. I like him as a person. Um, you know, it's just, he's just one of those people that's, they're very interesting. Um, they seem to just walk a really, a, you know, a, a pretty solid path. Right. And, 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 you know, have like a lot of focus and a lot of interest and, um, obviously very loyal to the Philadelphia union organization and all those things. So anyway, that's just kind of a cool little, little factoid. Uh, so um, congratulations to both number one seeds for actually making it to the final for once and the shield winner again, uh, again, it's only the first time. What was it? Three years, four years, three years. I, I don't know. We discussed this, but it was like two weeks ago. So that's like six months well ago. Been- that may as well have been like 30 years ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but this should be like, this should be a pretty, a pretty good final. I think um, just because not, not, not just because they were obviously the two best teams in the league for, for most of the season. Um, but like, you've got the two highest scoring teams in the league um the best defensive team and and not that not that zombie shivas were bad defensively they just weren't as good as philadelphia um but you know like they were out of the western conference which defense doesn't exist in the western conference um they were like the defensive standouts so there's that um but like this should be a really, and I, again, I feel like I'm cursing the final by saying it should be a really good final. Um, but these are two teams that are really fun to watch and, and play exciting football and play knowledgeable football. I just like, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to this final actually. And I haven't looked forward to an MLS final in a while. Usually I'm just like, Oh, fine, whatever. I'll watch it just cause. It's a fine on, I guess. But this, I'm like genuinely excited personally to, to see this match. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What are you guys, what are your thoughts on the final? Well, I feel you've cursed it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll shake my fist at you when it's nil-nil in the 115th <laughs> minute. I will, I will accept that, actually, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I do agree. It should theoretically be good. I mean, most finals theoretically should be good. Um, but yeah, you know, I, like everything you're saying, good for Philadelphia. I believe them. Jim Curtin seems nice. And yeah, yeah, I can't really think of any reason to hate Philadelphia. There's plenty of reasons to hate LAFC. Mm-hmm. And are they the most evil team in MLS? We discussed this earlier. No, but you know, eh. 
Gareth Bale, hey, Carlos Vela, what have um, It's but, Rocky too. You know, it's Rocky Bumble versus Apollo That's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it should theoretically be good. Yes. Agreed. I hope it's a, a crack of a game. I hope it's absolute goal madness. I mean, you know, it's, it's it'll probably be like one all and go to penalties and be probably be shit. But I mean, I, I want to see fireworks. I want to see tons of goals. And um, I think it's possible. I mean, yeah, I know they both have both both sides have been shooting the lights out and their defenses have been above average. But uh, nobody wants an above above average defense in in a final. They want they want excitement. So um, I hope that that uh, we get the goal fest we so richly deserve. Yes, I said Rocky two, but I'd rather be Rocky one. Like just a good a good punch out to the end, but still kind of want Apollo to win. But like you know, but 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 Balboa being like lauded for a great effort and putting it all out there. Oh yeah, and and that's my analysis. And that's my analysis on the MLS Cup. (laughs) Next next year they have the rematch where you know Philly actually wins. Yeah, LA gets all cocky and you know doesn't train hard and union mm. train extra hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the union montage is going to be great. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and then uh, I guess, yeah. I guess, I guess in three years time, the year after that, the union gets sloppy and yeah. there's going to be and Chicago new guy gets, comes in. Suddenly Chicago is looking amazing and pounding people all season. And yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And, then yeah. and then in the fourth year, <laughs> they play it. They, they play a Russian team, but yeah. LAFC helps LAFC them train. LAFC qualifies for uh, um, for like the Club World Cup. Gets no, absolutely killed by. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. LAFC is going to get killed by a Russian team, and then oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> the, the Union have to fight them. Have to play against oh, them. Man. Yeah. But then when they're on their way home, Union finds out that their uncle blew all their money. And now they're poor. <laughs> Fucking Polly. Wow. MLS is great. What a journey. <laughs> Give it another 20 years. June Curtin's going to be coaching some freaking up-and-coming new team in LA. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that will be hilarious. Wow. <laughs> it's it's just like it's already written. Yeah. So it is written. So it shall be. Um the prophecies were true. All right. Um players to watch. Pick one from each team, please and thank you. Gareth Bale, Andre Blake. <laughs> In the penalty shootout. Maxime Crepeau and Andre Blake. Let's, let's just go with the goalies here. Both, uh, both good players. Excellent both choices. Have their own Reasonable choices. Excellent choices, yes. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go with the Duncan goalkeeper special here. I, 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 Crepeau, I'm oh. such a fan of his anyway. And 
on a on a team full of potential villains, he's a hero. Mm-hmm. And with Union, I mean, Blake's just been phenomenal. Like there's there's a lot of a lot of good uh, uh, a lot of good choices that you can make on, on Philadelphia. But I think Andre, I mean, it's it feels really cliche, but like he's the difference between them winning this thing and not. Mm. So yeah, I um. I kind of split. I so I went with I went with Bale for LAFC because he hasn't played recently, and everyone's making, you know, obviously he's a very good player. Obviously, I'm a fan, but he also like he hasn't played for a while, and so everyone's making a big deal about his appearance in this final because it's sure been made been out on the golf course about five times in the last week. Working, he's been working. He's been working on his back muscles. That's true. That's good. Mm. Um, but. No, for me, in terms of whether or not he actually has an influence on this particular match um, is sort of why I throwing his name out there. Not that I'm like, oh, Gareth Bale is going to come in and do all the things. No, no, no. I'm just curious to see what he does. Is he going to start? Is he going to come in as a sub? Like, He's a big game, Charlie. (laughs) No, he's not. But speaking of big game Charlies, I'm going with, uh, and as much as I love Andre Blake, and I do, and he, I agree with you, Mark, like he is a difference maker and, He's so much fun to watch. Um, Any Bodo one up, you know? I'm going with Bedoya. Uh, just as, you know, he's back from injury. Um, you know, he's, uh, he has the ability to, he's, he's such a, he's such an important part of this club. Um, and I think he has, you know, he has that ability to, very quickly influence a game, but also it's sort of in a similar way to, 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 to bail the different style of player, obviously, but he also can disappear in matches. So I'm just, I'm sort of curious to see these two, but, but Doyen more for his like history with Philadelphia. And I just, I, I, I like him as a player. Um, I like him as a person. I think he's interesting. So those are the, those are my sort of two. Let's see what happens with these guys. It's bear. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good uh, stories that, that can come out of this. Oh yeah, as long as Philadelphia wins, right? Yeah, I hope they win. Oh my God! Well, let's so speaking of that, let's do predictions. Nil nil. Philadelphia wins seven six after ten rounds of penalties. <laughs> wow, that's very specific. <laughs> Duncan has blocked off four hours of Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's plausible. So. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, whew, let's see. I'm going to go with um, 2-1 Philly. Um, LA will score. We'll pull. They'll pull their one back with about 15 minutes and make it squeaky bum time for the rest of the game. Tony. One, one nil union snoozer. Mm. I don't know if they've had a game that's been a snoozer. Well, I'm calling it. So that you is what you're saying. Brave, <laughs> brave. Um, one, one in regular time. Philly scores. Second half of extra time. 
nobody scores in the second half of extra time. Well, Philly's going to, <laughs> so there. Uh, but Philly to win. Uh, so, anyway. It's going to be fun, I hope. I'm really hoping no, I don't it'll be it. terribly it's disappointing. Gonna, it's probably going to be terrible. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We're all going to watch. Um, 4 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Um, it's on TSN. All the good things. Um, so yes, so it's and it's it, you know so it's it leads into your dinner. It shouldn't interfere with whatever other teams Don't you tell me want. When to eat. I'm gonna tell you, God damn it. Um, still allows you to go out. So anyways, it's it's actually it's a very good time for this match. Although for some reason in my head, I still thought it was on Sunday. Um, and I checked, I kept seeing them. They're like, oh, this Saturday. I was like, no, 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 Sunday. Isn't it Sunday? my head i was convinced it was on sunday so i've had to like literally leave myself a note that it's on saturday so i don't try to watch it on sunday yep, 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 yep. all right world cup starts in less than three weeks less than three weeks what the hell yeah so my my there's lots of questions but um what is your anticipation level right now? Like, are you just kind of like, oh, right, World Cup. Okay, yes, I'm, I'm getting excited about this. Or are you already full on like, yeah, World Cup? Or something? No, even though it's close by, it still seems far away, even though it's not. Like, yep. I haven't really put a ton of thought into it yet, other than, you know, the basics. But no, I, I, I feel less... I, and that's probably because usually before World Cup, there's been no football on for a few weeks because the end of the, you know, European seasons are, mm-hmm. are, are, you know, ending in mid-May and then the Cup starts like in June sometimes. So having so much football on, on both sides of the ocean, you know, every week, it's, I haven't switched over my, my brain mm-hmm. to international yet. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same vein. Um, usually that lull in the summer is the big indication like, okay, get ready. Here's 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 the ramp up. Yep. But this there's no ramp up. That like I mean there is, but I well, have other friendlies things to focus like leading on. right into it. Like they, they have a friendly less than a week before their first match. As they should. I know, I know, but I just did is because Canada hasn't been in it that I've never really paid attention to that aspect of it. Like, does everybody do this? Is everyone playing friendlies like five, six days before their their World Cup? Before yeah, Christmas? generally you're going to be warmed up and get in game shape and all okay, that. Okay, no, no, and it's reasonable. I guess I just I never really thought about it. Because... Don't you remember Brazil Canada in 1994? Produce go. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mark remembers. Mark never forgets. Like Cyrus Rollins. <laughs> yeah, so no, I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, I know. I've, uh, I've got like a week and a half booked off work, so I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Um, yeah, as far as the actual sort of World Cup part of it, it yeah, it doesn't really seem like it's like, okay, I'm super focused on that yet. It's, uh, I don't know, it's weird, but. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to start. There's all the newspapers are going to be, you know, sort of putting out all their sort of World Cup preview stuff and that sort of thing. That's going to be happening soon. And then, you know, 
get into it at that point and it'll happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm strangely yeah, similar. I'm kind of like, I'm excited, but I'm not, it hasn't taken over my brain yet. So, yeah. Well, one of the things that, you know, and we'll talk about, you know, we don't have the squad, we'll talk about matches and stuff like that. We'll do that over the next few weeks, obviously. And during the World Cup, we'll probably be almost entirely focused on the World Cup. Um, but we've talked about issues with the CSA and the and the players from both the, the men's team and the WNT and the XNT a lot in the last several months. Um, and something that happened fairly recently, we didn't talk about last week, um, was the agent for Alfonso Davies going to the CSA and saying that the CSA was no longer allowed to sell his jersey because of image rights. Because mm-hmm. Alfonso was not getting a cut of the sales. And that brought up a whole, well, do, do any of the players get a cut of the sales? And, and Christine Sinclair, who is just, I love, I love, like, she's never, she's never been soft-spoken, but I kind of love this phase of Christine Sinclair's career where she is just, like, literally giving no fucks. Um, I have, I have never thought of Christine Sinclair as controversial, but she's starting to get there now. So. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, it's great. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm loving this more outspoken, given, yeah, I just love it. It's, it's, it's quite delightful. Um and, uh, you know, she tweeted something out, you know, hey, CSA, waiting to hear from you. <laughs> for, you know, I would like to get in on this conversation kind of thing. So it was very like, oh, no, like what's happening now? Another rift between Canada soccer, you know, Canada, the squad's biggest star and CSA. And the CSA continues to go on about how poor they are and everything. And then if you haven't seen the video of them getting their suits, I mean, that video, that video would be a gift even if there were not ongoing issues between the players and the CSA. Like that video is just a gift regardless as they all get their, 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 their bespoke suits, you know. With the um, you know, with the emblem and the the red and all, oh, it's just all. Oh, they're so ha- they're so happy to be getting their custom suits and look how good they look. And um, how much did they spend on the suits? It was a lot. Does anyone, anyone have the number? I don't think it was absolutely outrageous, but no. there was, uh, okay. But, uh, oh yeah, no, it wasn't like six figures or something. Good lord, no. Um, but anyway, so just it was, but it, but it it all came out at the exact wrong time because I think they were releasing it like as something that, and you know what, and under, again, under other circumstances, this would have just been sort of like kind of a fun video to poke a bit of fun at in the buildup to the world cup. Like, Oh, look at us. We're getting kitted up too. And that's the other thing, right. Is that you can't buy Canada soccer kids um, or have new ones, but um it was just, it was that, but that it came out when all these things are going on, it was just this, it's just sort of been a, a fun little, little storm of hilarity. Mm-hmm. 
And you'd hope at least you know the the CSB would pay for the CSA's suit, say, in presumably not, you know, but yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, it's just oh yeah, this seems like a very tone deaf video to be putting out right now. But uh, you know, I guess he probably had some kind of sponsorship deal, and as part of the agreement of hey, we get these suits, and we got to do a promo video for you guys, don't we? So uh, okay. Uh, Who knows? It was funny. Maybe it's um, stupid business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. As far as the whole Alfonso Davis thing is like, yeah. Is this some kind of big fight you're fighting for all of the players? Then cool. Let's go for that. If this is just about you, hmm. Hmm. Not so keen on that. But do, I, other, do other national teams be absolutely fine financially? He's going to be absolutely fucking fine. I think. Yeah. I think the thing is, I think the thing is with with his his manager. Like he he probably like this is the thing. I don't I don't feel like uh, Canada's ever had to uh, deal with somebody as high powered. Like I mean, mm-hmm. in the sense of 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 global influence as Alfonso Davies right now. Yeah, true. And and with that comes a air quotes better agent. And a better agent looks at all avenues of possible income. And nobody's ever questioned the CSA before on this because it's impossible to get shirts or they're not that good <laughs> and they don't sell that many. Or like there's any number of real reasons as to why that conversation has never fucking taken place in 40 years of marketing and yeah. merchandising. So I so like, yeah, he's probably going in it for himself, but whatever the outcome is, the repercussions will absolutely trickle down but somebody has to go be the first and so yeah it does look a little shitty like well he's just doing it for himself but once that deal is signed and figured out then there's a whole bunch of women's players getting checks and there's a bunch of men's players getting checks too that they otherwise would not have had um Mm -hmm. like the csa is chaos and disorganized and let's be honest it's everything about this this whole world cup run-up is just chef's fucking kiss on them because i wouldn't expect anything less and this is just one more to the pile like i've i but i understand where you're coming from i absolutely understand that someone's gonna od row a lot of back pay oh my god yeah but i bet he sold a bunch i bet he sold a bunch of shirt now i wonder i like i know because i know um image rights are, are kind of a big deal when you sign with a club because I know there's been deals that have transfers that haven't gone through because there's, you know, a few players out there that, you know, their agent holds their image rights and stuff like that. And a club wants to be able to um, use those image rights freely. Um, and, you know, but I, I don't know how many national teams, like if you go on their shops, can you order the names of the and numbers of players? I know you can do it with clubs a lot, but I'm, uh, Mark, you might know of anyone. If you can, if, if it's very um, a done thing with national teams to be able to get player names on the back, I, I feel I feel like I feel like you can um, for a lot of the name sets that they're 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 pre built. Mm-hmm. Like you don't go like if you're gonna go get just because you said his name recently or somebody said Gareth Bale, mm-hmm. um, like you're not. Like when they print it, it's not necessarily a B and an A and an L and E. It's already mm-hmm. printed out. It says bail, and they just press it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that part of that is they can 
I think it's one, it's easy Two, it's popular. So let's just save a step because we're going to make these things anyway. And three, you can, you can keep track of it. Mm. Um, I also feel like though, with national teams, like everywhere else, except Canada, because let's be honest, we're still a backwater and we're still, and we're at the world cup. Um, every, they've all figured it out. They all figured that out decades ago when, yeah. when, when, when the image rights of Brazil winning the world cup and Nike got involved and everybody made sure they got paid. And then it just trickled down after that. Cause I've, I've, I only picked Brazil. Cause I feel like that was, they were like the team that really catapulted the whole global image thing because they were the, they were the ones that won it at the right time at that moment when it just started to explode. But like every, like they saw what happened in Brazil and they all got paid. So every country went and pointed towards Brazil and said, same thing here now. Right. And they all went, yep, because they knew it's a lot of money on the table. And I'm sure there might be some countries that haven't figured it out right now because they're either like like a, like a small country, right? Like say Latvia. Like I'm not sure how many Latvian shirts they sell with players' <laughs> names and numbers where it needs to be set. Rivas Iskanovic surely was a really popular thing in the 2010s. Well, dude, you had to pre-order that. Have you seen how many fucking consonants you have to use? But like yeah. – but but like that in that case they probably have like a mechanism already in place, but it's so small that it's not like a big deal. Yeah. So and if it, yeah, for for Canada they definitely had the thing where I don't think you you could particularly go out and get a you know pick a player and they'll just do it for you right there. But I remember that I bought just a replicate. I think of the Panama games in October, and you know there was. You know, different like merchandise stores throughout the stadium. Right, we've got a bunch of Alfonso Davies like kids. Oh, oh, this one here you can get David. If you want to get uh, like Atiba Hutchinson, oh, got to go to that other store in the West Stand. So they definitely had like a bunch mm-hmm. printed out for a few players. But yeah, I whether you could actually have turned up at that stage. Yeah, can I get Alistair Johnston? Did have said, I think yeah, at that good. stage you could yeah. have like this is like this and is. Do we really... ready to just print out any random name on a yeah. shirt at that point? You think? Okay. Oh, I do. This is this is a really recent thing. Um, and, and like looking at sort of the agreement article where they seem to have come to terms like a day later because obviously they can't. They're trying very hard not to let any controversies fester, right? Um, How's that, that going? I know, right? That they have had. They've been having ongoing talks with Davies and I've heard rumblings that there's other players that have also want similar things or whatever going on in the background, but um, it's not every player and it's certainly not a unified front on this, Um, but they've never had, there's never been a deal with the, with the men's team um, around image rights. They have some sort of agreement as part of the bargaining agreement they have with the, with the XNT, um, I don't know what the terms of it are. And I think the, I think the, the XNT is looking probably to renegotiate as, as everyone is trying to renegotiate with the CSA these days, but, um, they haven't had this before, um, the men there's, there's never been a, a, a likeness rights. They've never received any, they've never gotten royalties from Jersey sales, which is what they're looking for. Um, or some of them are looking for, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if more of this crops up before the world cup um, or if so the CSA just... are brilliant, they're like, huh, you want money? We just won't have any shirts. Oh, problem <laughs> solved. 
Yeah. Fair, What's, fair. What, what percentage of zero do you want? Mr. Davies agent. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a hundred percent. No uh, problem yeah, whatsoever. Uh, and wow. it is funny, I mean, just so many of these problems are just kind of probably going back a few years, you know, just complete lack of foresight and planning from the CSA who were clearly not expecting to have qualified for this World Cup. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether it's you know this sort of thing or just the fact that they gave away you know the sponsorship rights and everything to CSB for, you know, seemingly not so much money. And now, oh, that's come back to bite them. Just, it's amazing. Just presumably, you know, Earl Cochran's been involved in a lot of these things for a lot of time. And you, this is the track record you're kind of looking at and thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, this is the guy after our worldwide search. Yeah, this is the guy who wanted. I, it's, again, just another... Uh, that whole decision. It's like, really? I don't think you've done anybody who was involved with CSA over the last few years is the best candidate for anything right now for CSA going forward. But hey ho. Yay, fine. See, this is this you know, I think it's stuff like this this is why we're we're less excited about the world because stuff like this keeps happening. Um the other thing that has come up recently, um that's sort of an ongoing thing as we get closer and closer to this World Cup is is the fact that it's been held in Qatar and um, you know workers workers rights workers abuse workers deaths all sorts of fun things um, in terms of the exploitation in having the stadiums built um, and transportation hotels and infrastructure and everything ahead of the World Cup and a number of, you know, lots of groups across the world, lots of different people have talked about this being problematic and, you know, this is, has the potential to be a problematic World Cup in that sense, even more so than other World Cups, you know, Brazil with the, with the bulldozing of the favelas and all, all that stuff, right? Like that was, probably maybe one of the first ones where it was really, really highlighted. Um, and Dave Zirin did a brilliant book about it, uh, The Dance with the Devil. Um, but one of the things that's come out has been, um, there's a, a Pay Up FIFA, uh, it's a campaign um, to, there's a fund to help the families, or in some cases the workers, but the families of workers that have died that have been severely injured, um, that sort of thing. Uh, Human Rights Watch has been trying to contact Canada Soccer about their support uh, for months and months. And so, uh, several several countries have have signed on, like uh, big countries. I guess is the best way to put it. And one of them, I think, is sort of well, two of them. They're sort of like. Actually, no, no, they're all big. So we've got the the Belgian Football Association, the French Football Federation, uh, England's FA, Germany, um, the Netherlands, uh, Wales, and and the U.S. Like these are all to lesser degrees high profile footballing countries, but high football high profile countries who have all thrown their support behind this. And and no one's talking money yet. I don't, I don't know how they're funding it or whatever, but at least publicly stating that yes this needs to happen and we support it Canada soccer is still not and there's been 
you know, there's been a push. There's been journalists, uh, Daniel Rouse, probably, you know, being, not probably being sort of at the forefront of this, um, pushing for uh, Canada to, to make a statement, but also to participate. And one of the other things that came out of this was that the, the voyageurs um, do not generally get involved in, for lack of a better word, political statements. Um, but in this case, something that the V's that we felt had to at least strongly encourage Canada soccer to participate in this. And so there's been a call, there's been a push. Um, obviously it got picked up all over the place, lots of news stories about it. Um, and Canada soccer released very, very buzzword, pretty word. What did I call it? I call it lots of pretty words, very little substance um, statement. And they again said, oh, we're doing all these great things. Look at, look, look at what we're doing, but did not address the, the fund, did not address any support for it or, or anything like that. Oh, we're doing our own things. We're, we're totally like, you know, supportive. We're, we're educating our players and all these things. I don't know. It's, um, it's, 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 it's one of those things where for me personally, you hope that they come out a little stronger uh, on this sort of thing and say, you know what? Yes, these things have not been good. We don't want these people, you know, we don't want these workers' families to continue to suffer. So yes, we support this fund instead of being like, oh, you know, we're just look, look at the things we're doing. And I'm sure some of the things that they, they think they're doing are great. And hopefully they are, but I don't know. The whole thing just kind of obviously not, Grind, you know, just yeah. I see. I can't even do full sentences. You guys talk about this. I think what you're trying to say is wholly unsurprising. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, nothing, nothing really about this. Like, look, as soon as they, as soon as they announced that this was going to be here, and it was like, I mean, I already kind of had my back up with just how they got the damn thing, and then it just got worse, and the fact that you know. It, I don't know how this could, I mean, the only way this could have went better is that they literally gave it to anybody else. And unfortunately that didn't happen. So like, I don't, I don't know when it's like, when did you, when do you say, well, this is nice, but it's way too late. Was it last week? Was it last month? Was it last year? Was it when they promised air conditioned stadiums, when they said, Oh, we're going to move it. When they, when the first reports of, the the deaths and the and the of the workers like it's just this is such like a kind of a moral shit show and FIFA is not a bastion of morality so well that is I, very true like it's mm -hmm. just like this is not that I normally like consider how guilty I should feel about watching a World Cup but uh, this is pretty high and yeah, I know and I mean it's like. I, like there's a weird bit of really indirect, you know, like I'm celebrating on graves and, and it's like, it's so indirect and it's so disconnected and so far away, like from where my enjoyment begins to where, where the, where the sadness kind of begins. Um, but like, okay. You know, like, uh, like I'm looking at the quote uh, of 440 million 
dollar worker compensation found is not enough to redress the human rights abuse endured. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. This is a billion dollar event. This is not enough. This is, and I mean, human life notwithstanding, like, what's the price? How much is enough? Like, it's just, it sucks because I don't want to take enjoyment from anybody who, who wants to just watch the football. You know, you watch sport for the distraction. And I get it. And trust me, like, I'm going to be that person when this thing finally gets going. But it's hard to ignore shit like this. And while it may d- diminish my joy, um, it's I realize if anybody who's listening is is already trying to like they're either trying to ignore that this is a thing. Fine. I get it. They're trying to suppress that this is a thing. I know. I get it. And I, I don't want I don't want to I don't want to yuck your yum, so to speak. But mm-hmm. this is it's like. I know that the yuck is there and I will always recognize that the yuck is there and it's just a matter of how much when this gets going. So this is nice, but it's not enough and it's too late. Thanks. Mm -hmm. And I would agree with the vast majority of what Mike's saying that as far as just the whole why isn't Canada like the CSA coming up and doing anything? I mean, you know, we've obviously talked just very frequently and just right now, but just what a complete, like, unorganized shit show CSA seems to be that it looks as if it's like desperately just trying to like put out fires all over the place that it's kind of like started in its own slapstick incompetence kind of way. And you know, and technically, though, you're right, this is like the first time they've done it in a while that they've actually made it to a World Cup. And so, you know, they're kind of excited to be there. And, mm. you know, oh, now they're actually going to be hosting the one after that. So <laughs> do we really want to be pissing off by mm. making some yeah. kind of big, like, grand statement and this and that? There's, I think, both of those factors, plus yeah. the fact that they're completely overwhelmed by like, trying to put out the, the slapstick fires in Canada as well, it completely doesn't surprise me at all that the CSA CSA is not, you know, got itself together to put out any kind of like strong statement against this. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you know, whether they would actually have ever sort of wanted to, and it's just like they're, they're not really capable, or if it's more just like, yeah, well, you know, we're here for the first time and we're hosting next time, so we don't want to really put up too much of a fuss. Um, you know, it's disappointing, but it's like, yeah. These guys were never going to do anything. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really considered the whole, it's our first trip back, plus we're about to, yeah, yeah. God, so much politics, so much just mm. stuff and nonsense. But yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point, Duncan. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a disappointing point. Mm. Right. You would hope that those things wouldn't play too much of a factor, but I think they probably do. And then, yeah, I think as, as much of it is, is just, yeah, there's, they're overwhelmed with all the shit they've got to deal with just like within their own fucking house right now. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all, so yeah. Disappointing, but it doesn't surprise me that CSA hasn't really kind of strongly come out in any way about it. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's probably as close to accurate. And yeah, and again, they're obviously still, you know, they're just sort of like reeling from one thing to another. So. Yeah, they don't have time to be focusing on. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we're competent. Everything's in place. Dead hmm. yeah, this, this, uh, this bigger picture is actually quite alarming. We should make a point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't have time to focus on that shit right now. No, no, surely not. Um, oh, so much going on. Uh, and sorry, it was something we probably maybe should have talked, mentioned earlier on this conversation before we got into sort of like the more heavy, serious stuff, because this isn't the happiest thing either. Um, and Duncan mentioned it briefly earlier. Uh, Scott Kennedy is not going to be at the World Cup, which is very disappointing. He's been such, honestly, like a revelation for this squad since he got introduced last year. Um, very severe shoulder injury. He's undergone surgery. Uh, he's out for, I don't know, a good chunk of time. And, and every, every interview from, from John Herdman today um, was that we looked at every single timeline, like, like literally like they, I'm sure I'm pretty sure they probably consulted like an array of doctors trying to figure out a way to see if he was even possibly like, for their last match or something you know could he could he make his but no it's just if we make the final could he uh could he yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah pretty Fine. severe injury and and it is it's it's it really is i i feel for the player i feel for the for the squad now he's only 25 um he'll be he should be still if not just in the conversation he should be sort of like a veteran of that back line um come 2026 but it is very much a disappointment and he has been like i said he has been so much and he's fun to watch and he's such a good player and i you know it's one of those one of those times when i remember when he got the first time he got named the squad we're all like who anyway yeah no Anyone know who this is? What? Like I, and to have the confusion as to not knowing who the player is, but then to have the player show up so well, um, to the point that when he's never, when he's not named to the squad, I'm kind of like, where the hell, is Scott Kennedy? The fuck, man! Like I get angry, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so this is a, this is very disappointing, um, and uh, I really, I really feel for for him, and hope that his recovery goes very smoothly um and that he's back and able to play you know as soon as he's able for club mm -hmm. and for country um yeah yes it, it sucks really badly like for him personally obviously and uh yeah for the team i don't know if he was ever going to be like first choice defender maybe if they were going with like a three at the back defenseman he'd mm -hmm. probably been one of those three or the way he'd have been depth that is very close to being like a starting if you're only going with two center backs so um yeah you will actually sort of be missed from the squad uh, as well but yeah six for him it's not good it's a shame it's a shame that i i i can't i can't imagine i can't imagine what that what that you know that that feeling like well I'm going to miss this boat and it sucks. And every world cup's got a bunch of them. 
and I don't mm. want it to happen to our guys. And it's especially making a debut, like I'm not yeah. a debut debut, but like none of these guys have been to a World Cup on the pitch as a player. A lot of qualification there in case you bought a ticket, but that's kind of where we're at. So I hopefully he'll be around for the next one. But uh, this one is that's just tragic. So yeah, it's very sad. Before we like, this is kind of the end of the show. We don't really have anything other pressing to talk about. But any other, just like anything else, like World Cup related, Canada soccer, like just anything that's sort of like, is there anything else like it's immediately on your mind? Like, are you? I'll ask this: uh, Are you planning on going to any watch parties? Or are you just gonna? watch parties at home. I would definitely like to be going out. Yeah, would be nice here and there. I mean, for the big, for the odd big match, but do the, you know, with time zones and everything and life, <laughs> most of the time probably will be trying just, just catching live matches will be a success. Limit more for, for, for Canada. Although, to the two to Duncan and Tony, do mm. you are you cheering Canada first, England second? Are you 50 50? Are you not worrying uh-huh. about it and cheering for both of them equally right now because they aren't going to play one another? Yeah, I can, yeah, I can cheer for both. It's easy. It's, oh, it's absolutely. Quick. You can. I was just curious what your sort of thought process was. No, no, don't have to, don't feel the need to choose one or the other. If, if some glorious day comes where they face each other we'll cross that bridge when we come to it and may the best team win ah. um yeah i'm definitely sort of more uh, interested in the canada than uh, in england and uh yeah that would be like fantastic i would uh, you know let's keep them both with i mean would they have to get to the final is that the only way that they're going to play each other if so make it happen and let's have Canada be the team that to, to that beats England on penalties. Yeah, they, they can be they can be the the Iceland or whoever that <clears throat> England's media is absolutely appalled at the idea of England losing to this mm-hmm. team. Uh, yeah, let's have Canada be that team. But I'm, um, I'm with I'm with yeah. Duncan on, on uh, one thing though that Canada is more the interesting story for sure. Mm-hmm. England oh, is for England. Yeah. It's just another England appearance at World Cup, right. and yeah, Canada's the. The more intriguing story to me, just to like, I'll be watching them. I think with more, just more closely, and interested how thing how each match goes, especially, you know, in that first round. Well, England's first round, and you know, been there, done that many times. So, who's in England's group again? Um, USA, USA, and Wales. That's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. England versus all of its uh, you know, various countries it's colonized or fucked up over the years. I mean, yeah, that's probably <laughs> World Cup. But, yeah. I was gonna say, doesn't that apply to most World fun. Cups, Duncan? It probably does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of historical grudges uh, in play here. <laughs> I still, I'm still sad we never got that Canada, England, Australia, New Zealand group. Yeah, we, the Commonwealth was, group. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Empire. 
well anyway on that note let's end the show it's uh oh god it's another long one um but you love us you love us no. uh that is our show for this week uh please join us next week where we look back at hopefully an exciting mls cup final i'm sorry if i jinxed it um preview uh both national teams uh upcoming friendlies uh towards the middle and end of next week and you know so probably some more world cup news if tfc does anything interesting like cut half the squad you know we'll talk about that but um otherwise we're mostly going to shift into into world cup mode which i think everyone will enjoy um been joined by the entire book minority podcast panel as per usual to be found out there on the twitters at duncan d fletcher mr duncan fletcher hello out in the twitterverse at malarkey fc mr tony welsh uh-huh <laughs> on the tweets at kit nerd mark with a k not a q mr mark Hinkley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We got shirts. You can find them on our Zazzle shop. You can uh, hit it, hit us up on the link on the website. Uh, also, our episodes are on YouTube. You can search for at Vocal Minority CA. For some reason, YouTube did a thing where you can add handles or something. I don't understand. I know, but if great. you do YouTube.com slash at Vocal Minority CA, just like our Twitter you can find us if you'd like to consume these via via YouTube. Um, and I have put up the last episode. I'll put this one up there. And if you're hearing it on there, then this whole message is redundant. Back to you, Kristen. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. No problem. Um, as for me, you could find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. Kristen has stopped talking. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh. Can we get that on the t-shirt? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh, <laughs> man. We get sued for like... false advertising. Never mind that. It's it's like... in, so there's evidence. Random hand <laughs> holding up a little makeshift wooden sign. It's a little like, cowboy <laughs> sign. Kristen has stopped talking. <laughs> you guys are so mean. I do talk a lot. It's true. Well, Sorry. It was easier when we recorded in person. Cool. I could gesture at somebody. Please someone make me stop talking and fill some space. <laughs>